And welcome back to Sports Track with Evan and Jack. I'm Jack Novarski. And I'm Evan Swarski. Uh, and today we'll start today's podcast off with MLB scores. All right. In the first game, the Guardians won in extra innings against the Cubs, 8-6. to six. The Angels beat the Diamondbacks, 5-2, to two, where Shohei Otani had his 31st home run. The Reds beat the Padres, 4-3. to three. The Braves beat the Marlins, 6-3. to three. Orioles beat the Twins, 2-1. to one. The Red Sox beat the Blue Jays five to four. The White Sox beat the A's eight to seven. The Nationals beat the Phillies five to four. The, the Astros beat the Rangers five to three. The Rays beat the Marlin the the Rays beat the Mariners. Uh, the Mariners beat the Rays seven to six. The Cardinals beat the Yankees five to one. The Mets beat the Giants eight to four. The Brewers beat the Pirates six to three. The the Royals beat the Dodgers nine to one. And lastly, the Tigers beat the Rockies fourteen to nine. All right. Uh, now moving on. Um, just over the weekend, uh, Damian Lillard finally requested a trade. Um, out of Portland. Uh, he's been there his whole career, which I believe. Uh, he's played there since he was drafted. Uh, and I believe twenty twelve. Um, so where will Dame uh, be traded to? Well, the the biggest front runner I'm pretty sure is right now is Miami, and I think they would give a uh, give him like a package with um Tyler here. I'm pretty sure. Um, but if he went to um Miami, it would be Jimmy, Dame, and Bam. That would, that would be a good um. Good big three, but yeah, Dame. He's he's been there for eleven years, and he didn't just leave without saying anything. He requested a trade, which I think he, that shows he's loyal to to the city of uh, Portland and and the Trailblazers. But yeah, I think I think he uh, he kind of wants to go to Miami, but I think that that might be the the front runner. Yeah, I think there's a good. I think he wants to go to Miami, and Miami is really. Trying to do everything they can um, to bring in Dame, but uh, if it's not Miami, I think another team that it could possibly be is Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn doesn't necessarily have to go into rebuilding mode. I think Mikel Bridges is playing the best he's ever played um, when he got to Brooklyn, and I feel like if you put another star next to him uh, and you build a big three with Dame Bridges and Nicholas Claxton, I feel like um. It, the Nets could be a solid play-in team. Um, and if you get into the play-in, you could make the playoffs where anything could happen. We saw that with the eighth seed making the finals. So I feel that if Dame went to Brooklyn, I think that would be able to make, without giving up Bridgers or Claxton, uh, that would make them a play-in team. All right, all right now moving on. Uh, earlier in the offseason, Buda Baker requested a trade. Uh, out of Arizona after the release of DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray being ruled out for a good amount of time. Uh, yet, all, despite all of this, Buda Baker is showing up to Cardinals camp. So where will Buda Baker play this upcoming 2023 season? Well, since he's uh, showed up to camp, I guess it's showing that he still wants to play, obviously. But I think he's going to start off with the 
with with the uh Cardinals, but I it could I could see him getting traded at the trade deadline or or um like early in the season. But I think he's gonna uh play play his first game with the Cardinals this year. Uh yeah, I agree with you. This definitely uh Buda Baker's definitely a guy that I could definitely see being dealt at the trade deadline, especially if Arizona um performs as bad as we all expect them to. Um, which is a big reason why I think Buda wants out of there. Um but this year I agree, I think he'll start off in Arizona. Uh but I t- a team he could potentially go to, whether that's at the trade deadline or next offseason, uh, is the Raiders. I think their secondary is a little iffy right now, and I think Buda Baker would bring a big boost to their team. Um, so, yeah, and him with Max Crosby uh, on the defense, I feel like it would be solid for years to come. So I think a good destination for him in the near future uh, is Vegas. But for right now, I think he's going to stay in Arizona. All right, next up, um, I'm going to name the – as of right now, there have been six um, people that have that have said they are they're participating in this year's um, home run derby. So first off, uh, Julio Rodriguez from Seattle, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. from Toronto, Mookie Betts from the Dodgers, Randy Rosarina from the Rays, Pete Alonso from the Mets, and Adley Rutschman from Baltimore. Uh yeah, these uh I like how the MLB put a combination of star power, uh in young guys um in the home run derby this year. Like you said, young guys they have young good upcoming people, players. You have Rutschman and Rodriguez, but you still have the star power, um with Vlad and Mookie Betts. And if if because I think it's usually like eight eight um eight people to uh, compete every year, but if you could add, who do you think uh? Who do you want to add and see competing, compete this year? I think uh, Ellie De La Cruz. I mean, he came up uh, and just has put the Reds on top of the division. Uh, and, I mean, he he's hit home runs. He has the speed. He has power. Um, and I think, like I was saying, he's a young upcoming guy to try to get the, their names out there uh, so that when they become stars that people know that they knew them. Uh, so yeah, I say Ellie De La Cruz would be a great option for the MLB. Yeah, um, I think they should get Shohei in there again, give him another cha- uh, chance. Leads the league in home runs with a a good, good gap between first and second. Um, he he hits the he has had he's hit the farthest one this year so far at the four ninety four hundred ninety three feet. Um, yeah, I think that would be um also fun watching him in it again. All right, now we'll move on. Uh, I'm just going to say uh, all the big free agent signings that have happened, uh, and you can give your thoughts on uh, whatever ones you want. Uh, so the first one, Desmond Bain signs a five-year, $207 million deal back in Memphis. Tyrese Halliburton signs a five-year, $260 million deal back with Indiana. Uh, Fred Van Vliet signs a three-year, $130 million contract uh, to go to Houston to join Jabari Smith and Jalen Green. Um, Herb Jones signs a four-year, $54 million deal, deal uh, to stay with the Pelicans. 
Cam Johnson signs a four-year, $108 million deal to stay in Brooklyn. Chris Middleton, who we all expected uh, would leave Milwaukee, uh, signs a three-year, $102 million deal uh, back with the Bucks. Kyle Kuzma returns to Washington on a four-year, $102 million deal. Harris LeVert returns to Cleveland on a two-year, $32 million deal. Draymond Green signs a four-year, $100 million contract uh, with Golden State. That was really only possible. Uh, Golden really Golden State only really had that cap space to do that uh, because of the Jordan Poole trade. Kyrie Irving re-signs with the Mavericks on a three-year, $126 million deal. Jeremy Grant re-signs with the Trailblazers on a five-year, $160 million contract. Max Drews in a sign-and-trade with the Cavs signs a four-year, $63 million deal with Cleveland. D'Angelo Russell signs a two-year, $37 million contract to stay with L.A. Austin Reeves also re-signs with the Lakers on a four-year, $56 million contract. Patrick Beverly uh, decided to sign uh, with the 76ers, announced on the Pat Bev podcast. Uh, Brooke Lopez signs a two-year, $48 million deal to stay with the Bucks. LaMelo Ball re-signed on a five-year, $260 million deal with the Hornets. Dylan Brooks uh, signs a four-year, $80 million contract to go to Houston. Russell Westbrook signs a two-year, $8 million deal to return to the Clippers. DeMontis Sabonis resigned with the Kings on a five-year, $217 million deal. Uh, and most recently, Anthony Edwards signs a five-year, $260 million deal to stay with uh, the Timberwolves. So those are all the big free agent deals that happened uh, over the weekend and into today. Well, I'm pretty sure like one of the biggest one is Kyrie Irving um, staying with uh, Dallas. Uh, there's a bunch of talks about him uh, leaving and where he would go, but uh, he's staying in uh, in Dallas for three years. Um, and also Dylan Burks getting 20 mil a year. Um, I, I I was surprised um, someone signed him, especially for that long and uh, that much. Um, also, um, Anthony Edwards, that, that's a good um, signing today. Um, he's a, he's a good young player and I'll talk about the Cavs. Um, I think that, that was a, that was a good, uh, good move we made. Um, we need a, a shooting forward. Um, that'll definitely help us out. Um, we, we did get rid of the last piece of the 2016, uh, finals Cavs, but, um, Max Drews to the finals, he, he was, he came up clutch sometimes and, um, uh, for the, for the, for the Heat, uh, in the playoff run, and I think I think they'll do uh, well for us. All right. Um. Next up, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh name four um major injuries and in, um in the MLB before the All Star break. So first up, uh, pitcher Shane McClanahan is on the 15 day IL with mid um, mid back tightness. Clayton Kershaw. Is not likely to start today. Um, uh, that's what uh, manager Dave Roberts said. Um, a Jordan Alvarez right oblique strain has sidelined him uh, since June eighth. He might make his return um, soon, but um, 
maybe not before uh, the break. And lastly, rookie uh, sensation Corbin Carroll, day-to-day -day with right uh, shoulder soreness. Uh, I'll tell you about two here, McClanahan and Alvarez. Uh, for McClanahan, uh, Cy Young last year with the Rays. Um, a lot of people are just talking about how the Rays are just on a fantastic start, leading the AL East. Uh, they started off hot, um, uh, and everyone's a big part of that was their hitting, which it was Randy Rosarina uh, being one of the best hitters for the Rays. Uh, but the pitchers have been very good, which include Shane McClanahan. Um I'm sure the Rays are going to stay on top, um, but they might lose a few that they should have won uh, due to pitching. And then Jordan Alvarez, uh, the Rangers are leading the AL West over the Astros right now. I don't know how close it is, um, but the Rangers, they have been leading for a little while now, and a big part of that uh, could have been Jordan Alvarez uh, just not performing well enough for the Astros. or Well, not I mean, like not playing. For the Astros. Yeah, he almost um, missed the whole month of June. Yeah, so I feel that once he gets back, I think the Astros can make it a close race. Um, but while he's gone, the Rangers uh, are really taking advantage of the injuries right now. All right, now we'll move on to our NBA drafts segment. Uh, and today we'll be drafting from players that did not, uh, that did not go to college. Uh, so, uh, me and Evan did random before the podcast, uh, and Evan got the first pick yet again, uh, so you'll be up first. And I feel like I gotta go with LeBron James, the small forward, um, a lot of people say he's the GOAT, um, came out of, uh, St. Vincent, St. Mary High School. Yeah, that, that's the only pick there, um. For me, I'll take Kobe Bryant, though. I think it's the other obvious pick. Out of Lower Marion High School in 1996, was barely a lottery pick in, at number 13 from the Hornets, uh, and then traded to the Lakers. So, yeah, I'll take Kobe Bryant at shooting third. All right. Um. Next up, I'm going to go with... I think I'm gonna go with Luca at point guard. I didn't have I didn't have a lot of point guards writ, uh, wrote, written down, but I wanted to get them. Yeah, there's not a lot of point guards to choose from here. Uh, but I think I got Kobe at shooting guard. Uh, I think I'm gonna add one of the best defenders of all time. I'm gonna take Kevin Garnett. Uh, he's only one of four players to win an MVP, a Defensive Player of the Year award, uh, and to have 15 All Stars or more and play 20 or more seasons in the NBA, which he did all of those. Uh, crazy longevity and a great defender. I'll take KG at power forward. All right. Um, next, I'll get Trace McGrady at my shooting guard. Yeah, that's a solid pick. Um, for my center, I'm going to take who I think might be one of the most underrated players of all time. I'm going to take Moses Malone. Um, for the 76ers, he was – really good um it was a long time ago but i think he's like up there in scoring too uh so i feel like that's a good pick here i think he's like right around the top 10 or maybe yeah. just outside mm -hmm. all right um next i'm gonna go with dirk at my power forward um i think he's like 
seven or eight at uh, all-time scoring. 20 years with the Mavericks, uh, won a chip with them. Very dominant, the uh, turnaround, uh, hard to stop. Yeah, you're right. There's not a lot of point judges to choose from here. Um, would we consider Giannis to be a small forward? Because I thought he did play a little small forward. I have him uh, written down at small forward slash power forward. So can I, can I take Giannis at small forward then? Sure. All right. Yeah, I'll get Giannis. He's gonna, uh, I think he'll be a top 10 player when... Yeah, he's 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 he has the defense, offense. He already won a chip, uh, MVP, Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, he, I agree. Uh, yeah, for my last pick, I'm gonna get the next best center up there, Dwight Howard. Um, uh, good rebounder. Um, he's uh he's dominant. I think uh solid pick. Yeah, I I gotta find someone for point guard. There is not a lot of people. Um, there's uh someone I wrote down because I I didn't want to don't there's like I wrote three guards Luca Kobe Bryant and the last guy I wrote was Manu Ginobili because I didn't want to get in the position you were like didn't know what to pick was he more considered. <laughs> Guard. He, was, he was a shooting guard, but that I just wrote. I wrote guards. I couldn't find someone. I I looked up like a top thirty list, and there's no other. All right, I know what I'm. I'll take Scoot Henderson. Played at the G League, uh, and I think he's gonna be really good. He hasn't played in the NBA yet, but yeah, I I I cannot find anybody, so I'll just take Scoot. Uh, so for my team, I have point guard. I have Scoot Henderson. Shooting guard, I have Kobe. Small forward, I have Giannis. Power forward, I have KG. And center, I have Moses Law. And for my team, point guard, Luka Doncic. Uh, shooting guard, T-Mac. Small forward, LeBron. Power forward, Dirk. And center, Dwight Howard. I, I think I won that one. I think just from star power, I think I won that. Yeah. All right. Uh, now we'll go to two truths and a lie. Uh, I'll start first. Uh, so for the NFL, I have... Uh, the Seahawks' forty-three to eight win over the Denver Broncos in Super Bowl forty-eight uh, is the largest margin of victory in Super Bowl history. The Seattle SuperSonics have won more championships than over ten ten percent of the current NBA. And then for the MLB, only one player has ever hit a home run from both sides of the plate, batting left and batting right. Like in the same game. In the same game. Um, I think one, I think one time Jose hit it from both sides, but I'm not entirely sure about that. No, yeah, I think he did when he hit like his three, three home runs in a game. I think so. That's wait, is it that? Is it the MLB? You're saying MLB is the lie? Is Did you say only one person? I said only one player has ever hit a home run from both sides of the plate. In the same game. Yeah, I'll go with that. That is actually not the lie. The lie was, um, Jose apparently, I thought that too, but apparently he didn't. Uh, so for the NFL, the NFL was actually the lie. Uh, the Seahawks 
had a um that their margin is actually not the largest uh, even though 35 is a lot uh it's actually 45 uh from the San Francisco 49ers um when they won 55 to 10 over the Denver Broncos and for the NBA uh the SuperSonics uh did win a championship in the mid 70s uh, which is over, which is right, right over ten percent uh, of the current NBA teams that it have not won it uh, include the Hornets, Grizzlies, and Pelicans. And then the MLB one is actually true. Um, this guy named um, Felipe Lopez uh, actually hit three home runs. Uh, first at bat, uh, he hit one from batting righty, and then second lefty, and then lefty again uh, to hit his third home run. All right. Um, I'll start off with the NFL. Um, water boys in the NFL make an average of $53,000 um, per year in salary. Um, NBA, Andrew, Andrew Bynum is the youngest NBA player to make their debut. And lastly, MLB, the oldest player to ever play was the oldest the, the oldest uh player to ever play an MLB game was the at the age of forty seven. How much did you say the water boys make? Fifty three thousand dollars a year. I feel like that I feel like that's true. Um I think the NBA one's a lie because I think Jalen Duran it was like just turned down eighteen when he made his first start. So I'm gonna say the NBA one is the lie. Incorrect. The lie was the MLB, uh, the oldest player to ever play at age forty seven. But Satchel Page played at the age of fifty nine on September twenty fifth, nineteen sixty five. Wow. wow. And, and what you thought was um the the youngest Andrew Byman um. That was actually true. He played uh, his uh, first game at the age of 18 years old and six days. So it might have been close. Um, yeah. Because they, they do it by days and whatever. Cause, like, cause yeah. Because yeah. stuff like this comes up. And uh, the, the you're right. The water boys do make an average of $53,000 a year. Yeah, I knew that they made a lot of money. All right. Now, moving on. Um, so... Jared Allen, so it came out that the Cavs are open to trading Jared Allen if they get a good enough offer. Uh, so would you be okay with the Cavs making a big splash trade that includes Jared Allen uh, to get a pretty good player? Well, I, I'd i want to see us get uh, another, like, either a power forward or a, or, or, a, or a center because we would have to put Mobley at center and we wouldn't have a power forward. Or a, like a, a a good power forward, I would I would like to see, we either get a a good power forward or a young power forward or center, um, but yeah, Jared Allen was kind of disappointing in the playoffs uh, last series against the Knicks last year. I think he said uh, one time the lights are too bright for him, which is not a good thing, um, but he he is a good player. I I I would miss him if we if we um get rid of him, but yeah, if if we do end up trading him, I I would like to see that we get uh, another big in return. Yeah, I definitely would want a big if we do trade Allen. Uh, I would be okay with it. 
Uh, this was his first time playing in the playoffs, like getting real minutes. Um, so yeah, I would I would be okay with it if we get another big. Uh, but all it really depends on the details and who it is, really. All right, now we'll go to the NFL. Um, week one, the schedule came out a few months ago. Uh, in what week one game intrigues you the most? Well, I'm gonna go with um the New York Jets against the Buffalo Bills because I I'm I'm um waiting to see how how good Aaron Rodgers will do on the Jets and um how that team will perform with Aaron Rodgers at their quarterback. Um, obviously an upgrade than anyone they had behind center uh, last year. And the Bills, uh, a, 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 good, a known team, made the playoffs. Um, a good team. Josh Allen, Madden cover. Um, they, um, Stephon Diggs, uh, they, they, they have a good team. I think this, it'll, I think it'll be a good game. Um, but since there's, uh, the Jets are still working out their, um, it's their first game with a new quarterback. Um, I think Buffalo uh, uh, get the close win though. But I it should be a good game, um, and it's uh, I'm a, I think that'll be, um, the, in my mind I'm looking forward to that game the most right now. Besides the Seahawks game, obviously. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Dolphins and the Chargers game. Uh, I feel like these two teams have two of the most electric offenses in the league, uh, and both of their offenses are just. They just have so much star power on their offenses. And I'm also very excited to see um, Jalen Ramsey's debut uh, as a Dolphin. All right. Um, next up, yesterday the All-Star Reserve lists uh, were named. And, you know, uh, Cleveland uh, sports fans, uh, I'm going to ask you, what are your thoughts on since Jose and uh, – Emmanuel Classe made the reserve list, and Josh Naylor got snubbed, in my opinion, and a lot of other people in Cleveland's uh, opinion, he got snubbed. Uh, you know, us Clevelanders, we've been dealing with getting snubbed uh, our whole life, and but I feel like I'm just happy to see two of our guys get in. Uh, Class A well deserving. Uh, he, I'm pretty sure he leads the league in saves or is either tied for first. Uh, so yeah, he's the best closer in baseball. Um, and for Jose, I think he was not. He should have been a starter. I don't see how anyone thinks that he's not the third best third baseman, let alone in the league, let alone in the AL. He's for sure the best. Um, but I'm just happy to see him get in. And Josh Naylor, he's been so hot lately. He's been dominating. Uh, I don't understand how he didn't get in. I I couldn't tell you three for better third baseman in the league uh, than Josh Naylor. But, you know, I'm just happy to see some Cleveland, uh, some Guardians get in. So uh, I'll take it as a win. All right. Um, we'll move on back to the NFL now. Uh, the Rams won a Super Bowl uh, two years ago, and then they kind of fell off. Aaron Donald kind of got injured, Cooper Cup. Matthew Stafford all got injured. Uh, and after the Super Bowl, though, Aaron Donald rumored about retiring after he won the Super Bowl. Um, when do you th- when do you see Aaron Donald uh, calling it a quits? Yeah, um, he's uh, he's talked about it before, like you said. Um, especially with an injury last year, he might have been thinking about it this offseason and still might. But 
if he doesn't retire before the season starts, I I definitely think uh he will retire if they, if they don't do well, if they have like another one of these seasons and the team doesn't perform as well as it did uh, in the Super Bowl year or in years prior when he was younger and they were doing um better. And if if they so if they have another year like this, I think he might um hang up the cleats after um after the season is over. Um he's had a good career. I think he he'll he'll make the 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 uh Hall of Fame definitely uh well deserved uh one of the best defenders of all time. Um but yeah, if if they don't uh do good this year, I think I don't think I think he'll retire. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, yeah, he's going to get in the Hall of Fame first ballot no matter what. So, uh I yeah. I don't know. I don't see that. Well, like I said, I did see say I think the Rams could are have a good chance of making the playoffs this year. Uh so I think they will make the playoffs. Super Bowl though, I just don't see it happening. Um but I think Aaron Donald though uh, I think he could retire at the end of this year or in the next five years, and I think he'd still be a Hall of Famer. That's not really um, a question. All right, now moving uh, into the NBA. Uh, the Nuggets and Heat met in the finals. As we all know, the Nuggets won in five. Um, but with the Heat potentially acquiring Damian Lillard, who has a better chance to go back to the finals, the Nuggets or the Heat? Well, here's what I'm going to say about Miami. If they do get Damian Lillard, they'll have Jimmy Butler, Bam, and um, Dame. But in the process of free agency so far, they've they've lost uh, a lot of their key role players. Gabe Vincent, um, I'm pretty sure uh, Caleb Martin maybe, but uh, for sure Max Struess, um, which those guys uh, played a big part and came up clutch in a lot of situations. Um, And Denver... They so far, I'm pretty sure uh, they've only lost Bruce Brown as big name, um, but Jokic, probably the best player uh, right now in the league. Um, it's either him or Giannis, but um, they still have Jamal Murray, Michael Porter. Um, they have a good roster, and if they keep it, I think they're gonna uh run the West again. Um. And they could make it back to the finals, and I think they might have a better chance than Miami. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Denver. Um, they just won the championship. Do I? I don't. I mean, a team hasn't gone back to back in a long time, so I don't know if they're gonna go back to back. Uh, but I think they have a good chance at um making it back there. Um, but so does Miami, especially uh, like you said, if they get Dame, uh, Dame, Bam, and Jimmy, it would be a great four. Uh, but the problem is, like you said, they lost a lot of their key ro- rotational players. Uh, but, yeah, I still think I'm going to go Denver. All right, and now for our last, like, topic until uh, we get into our finale, like we do daily. Um, and recently, uh, the Broncos moved on from Nathaniel Hackett after one year uh, and brought in Sean Payton. So... How much will the Broncos improve with Sean Payton, and how much will Russell Wilson improve with Sean Payton? Um, I think they'll both improve immensely. Uh, Sean Payton is just so so much of an upgrade compared to Nate Hackett. Um, he's an, he has a great offensive mind, and 
Nate Hackett, I'm pretty sure, was more a def or I don't know, never mind. He might have been a def wasn't he like the OC for the Packers? Yeah, they only brought him in because they thought they were going to get Rodgers. Yeah. That was kind of their whole plan. Still, but he's still Sean Payton's still a better um, offensive mind than Nate Hackett, um, and he's proven he's been to the he's won a Super Bowl. Um, yeah, I think this team, uh, the Broncos, will do much much better this year and even make the playoffs. And Russ, I think he'll make he'll definitely make a big bounce back this year. Yeah, they will definitely uh, both improve a lot. Uh, Russ, I think when he had a really good coach uh, with Pete Carroll, he did good. And then we saw with a bad coach, uh, he doesn't do as well. Um, but, yeah, I think Sean Payton's definitely going to help this team out. Um, I think we saw it. he, like, takes charge of his players, which is something you need to do as a coach, you know, like show him who, like, the leader is and stuff. Uh, so, yeah, I think they'll both definitely improve. All right, and now for our final thing uh, today for Monday. Uh, it, so it's called Madden Monday. So basically what we're going to do uh, is we both have we ha- both have two players. Uh, another person has to guess who a higher overall is. Uh, I don't believe they came out with the overalls for Madden 24 yet. Uh, so we're just going based off of Madden 23. Uh, um, but later on, uh, and later on in the summer, when Madden 24 ratings do come out, uh, we'll move to that. But for right now, uh, we're just going to do Madden 23. Uh, so I'll start for my first question. Uh, who is a higher overall, Buda Baker or Xavier Howard? Um, I'm going to go with Buda Baker. Buda Baker is correct. He's in 91, but Xavier Howard is only in 85. I think that should definitely be higher. I don't know if he's necessarily better than Buddha, but it should be higher than an 85 for sure. Sure, yeah. All right, uh, my first one, uh, who's higher overall, Tyler Lockett or Mike Evans? It's got to be Mike Evans. No, Tyler Lockett is a 91 and Mike Evans is an 89. What? Mike uh, oh. I was, yeah, He. I think he, he's at least a 90 for sure. Oh, yeah. All right, and now for my final one, uh, who's a higher overall, Tua or Derek Carr? Tua had a good year last year, but they're going off like two years ago, right? We're just, this is like just based off of um men twenty three after the Super Bowl. They're after the Super Bowl ratings. Oh, um, I think it's I'll go with because Derek Carr had a kind of a bad year. I'm gonna go with Tua. It is Tua. Tua's at 83. Derek Carr's only a 77, though. I think he should be in the mid-80s along with Tua, though. Yeah. All right. Um, lastly, Andrew Thomas, uh, who's a left left tackle for the Giants, or Austin Eckler? Andrew Thomas is pretty solid, but it's Austin Eckler. I feel like you're trying to trick me here. I'm going to... Austin Eckler is a is very uh I'm gonna go Andrew uh no I'm gonna go Austin Eckler. I should have went your gut. Andrew Thomas is a 91 and Eckler is an 89 only. I'm I Eckler should be in the 90s for sure. That's gotta change. Uh, but yeah, Andrew Thomas is a really solid tackle. I knew you were trying to trick me. All right. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed. Um. And this is the Monday uh, 
special of the day. We we decided on Man and Monday. I like it. It's a, it's a fun idea. Um, yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed. Um, and as always, I'm Evan Sorsky. I'm Jackson Varsky. And I'll see you next time.